going to be but it is it is called i know what it is i know what i where 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 it was where where i have where you are starting with names i usually don't use names and but i it's a it's it's a a falling back here you you can call this you can call up you can call out you can call on this call where this is called Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Sometimes this has been called Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. It is a live improvised sound collage happening here on the radio right at this moment here on WTJU Charlottesville 91.1 FM here on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio WFMU.org slash drummer here this is called Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. Let's find out how it goes.
father was Chauncey Stanley of Old American Stock. He traced back to Alfred Stanley, an indentured servant, or slave if you please, who was transported from England to the Virginia plantations in the days that were even old when the youthful Washington went a-surveying in the Pennsylvania wilderness. A son of Alfred Standing fought in the War of the Revolution, a grandson in the War of 1812. There have been no war since in which the Standings have not been represented. I, the last of the Standings, dying soon without issue, fought as a common soldier in the Philippines in our latest war, and to do so I resigned, in the full early ripeness of career, my professorship in the University of Nebraska. Good heavens! When I so resigned, I was headed for the deanship of the College of Agriculture in that university. I, the star rover, the red-blooded adventurer, the vagabondish cane of the centuries, the militant priest of remotest times, the moon-dreaming poet of ages forgotten, and today unrecorded in man's history of man. And here I am, my hands dyed red in murderer's row, in the state prison of Folsom, awaiting the day decreed by the machinery of state when the servants of the state will lead me away into what they fondly believe is the dark.
never do drugs You can just say no because it's true Truly it's true You don't need to do drugs And the smart kids know that it's true Using drugs, smart kids know that it's wrong Feeling good, smart kids know they belong I shall never be dean of any college of agriculture, and yet I knew agriculture. It was my profession. I was born to it, reared to it, trained to it, and I was master of it. It was my genius. I can pick the high percentage butterfat cow with my eye and let the Babcock tester prove the wisdom of my eye. I can look, not at land, but at landscape, and pronounce the virtues and the shortcomings of the soil. Litmus paper is not necessary when I determine a soil to be acid or alkaline. I repeat, farm husbandry, in its highest scientific terms, was my genius, and is my genius. And yet the state, which includes all the citizens of the state, believes that it can blot out this wisdom of mine in the final dark by means of a rope about my neck and the abruptive jerk of gravitation. This wisdom of mine that was incubated through the millenniums and that was well hatched ere the farm fields of Troy were ever pastured by the flocks of nomad shepherds. Corn? Who else knows corn? 
there is my demonstration at Worcester, whereby I increase the annual corn yield of every county in Iowa by half a million dollars. This is history. Many a farmer riding in his motor car today knows who made possible that motor car. Many a sweet-bosomed girl and bright-browed boy poring over high school textbooks little dreams that I made that higher education possible by my corn demonstration at Worcester. And farm management. I know the waste of superfluous motion without studying a moving picture record of it. Whether it be farm or farmhand, the layout of buildings, or the layout of the farmhand's labor. There is my handbook and tables on the subject. Beyond the shadow of any doubt, at this present moment, a hundred thousand farmers are nodding their brows over its spread pages ere they tap out their final pipe and go to bed. And yet, so far was I beyond my tables, that all I needed was a mere look at a man to know his predispositions, his coordinations, and the index fraction of his motion wastage. And here I must close this first chapter of my narrative. It is nine o'clock, and in Murderer's Row, that means lights out. Even now, I hear the soft tread of the gumshoe guard as he comes to censure me for my coal oil lamp still burning, as if the mere living could censure the doom to die. End of chapter one.
feeling of nostalgia. Some people, some people tell me they don't go into, they don't go to the old, they don't go back, they don't go to the old places. They don't find it useful. just been discovering this music. I had just been discovering this music right after what I was just reading about. Reading old journals. Reading old journals. You can read old journals from many people. You can look for published journals. You can publish your journals so that people can read your journals after you publish them. And Everybody can find out what everybody really thinks in some kind of trustworthy environment where it's okay to find out what everybody thinks and it's safe to share what you think. Not everybody feels safe sharing what they think or not everybody feels safe thinking what they share. But I go backwards And I think it might be part of going forwards. You could, um, you could record yourself. You could say something. You could, you could speak a whole message about this and record it, send it. Hello. Sometimes it can sound fuzzy on the radio. You tune in the tuning knob and raise the antenna. And you can listen to the things that are happening out in the air. That They're always in the air, but you don't always notice them. You just have to tune right in to that thing and stop tuning into something else to notice all the things that are always in the air. What do you think? What's in the air? This is there. Is there water? There's no water in the air. And we'll go. And so, I was. If you record a message, you could send it here. You could email Ken at lastever.org. And if you send that message, that audio message that you recorded somehow, I would play it right now. Everybody else could hear it. It's a message for everybody. It's a message for everyone. Send it here. Or if you can find the microphone, just come and speak. Say things in the microphone. And something will happen. This will, this will change and this will stay. And this will go on forever, and this will definitely end. And you don't have to worry. Because everything that's happening now, at some point, will be something that was happening before. And you can choose to explore your nostalgia. Or you could decide it's not useful. You could go on with where you are. Or you could only think about where you're going. 
where we can think about others, where you can stop thinking. Thanks for listening. This is Ken's last ever radio extravaganza today. Just today you're listening. It's a live improvised sound collage. It, 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 something may come together. Something may have come together or may be coming together. If you're listening, if you're, you can, you can send, you can send a, you can type a message on the, if you type a message on the playlist chat, there's a link at the top of every which website that you might be finding this from, I think. You might be finding this from, if you're listening on WTJU, you might find a link from the top of WTJU.net to the live playlist in chat. Or you might be at the top of WFMU.org or WFMU.org slash drummer. Or you might be at lastever.org and you might find this by the, the date because you might be looking back in time for this date or you might be finding this by the name. It doesn't have a name, but it might have a name when you're looking for it. And you can type something in the playlist chat and maybe I will have it spoken out on the air. Maybe I'll just have it spoken on the air. I'll have it spoken on the air. I'll have it spoken on the air. I have my old com- my old my old computer here who's who can speak everything that you type. So you can um that's all I have to say now. Thanks. See you later.
Super sensitive. Child who has had heavy doses of criticism may be super sensitive. The child who has had heavy doses of criticism, what can I do? The child who has had heavy doses of criticism, supposed to. Now I'm trying to change and she's giving me a hard time. What can I do? The child who has had heavy doses of criticism may be super sensitive. Even a gentle, your lunch may seem to her like one more indictment of her forgetful nature. This child may need to have a lot overlooked and a great deal of approval before she can begin to hear anything resembling the slightest hint of disapproval. Later on in the book, you'll find ways to help your youngster see herself more positively. In the meantime, there will very likely be a transition period in which she might react suspiciously.
Do you always talk so low? Or is that just the regime that makes your voice sound like that? Well, I, I got my plague in all the Chapter two of the Jackson by Jack This group of At least such is the connotation of incorrigible and prison psychology. I became an incorrigible because I abhorred waste. I noticed that the prison, like all prisons, was a scandal within the front of waste They put me on the jukebox. The criminality of wastefulness irritated me. Why should it not the elimination of waste motion as my specialty? Before the invention of steam or steam-driven moons 3,000 years before, I had rotted in prison of old battle. And trust me, I speak the truth when I say that in that ancient day, we prisoners wove more efficiently on hand looms than did the prisoners in the steam-powered loom rooms of San Quentin. Do you always talk so low? Or is that just the museum that makes your voice sound like that? Well, I, I got my plague inoculation shots recently, and I seem to have had a, a s small reaction to it. It's, uh, it's lowered my voice considerably. Plague? I, yeah, I'm, I'm just recently in the city. I, I noticed that uh, an unusual amount of people lying around the street with, with strange sores on their bodies. Is, a, is there a plague? Yes. It's, uh, I mean, if you have a chance, I'd, I'd check in a medical center and get some inoculation against it. It's been going on for some time now. My maid, Claudia, uh, died on it. It was just ghastly. I mean, the mess she made. And even with hostility to her parents' new approach. But don't let your daughter's negative attitude discourage you. All the skills you've read about are ways of showing respect to another person. Most people respond to that eventually. Number six. Humor works best with my son. He loves it when I ask him to do something in a funny way. Is that all right? If you can reach your child's head through his funny bone, more power to you. There's nothing like little humor to galvanize children into action and to perk up the mood in the household. The problem for many parents is that their natural sense of fun fizzles out from the daily irritation of living with kids. One father said that a surefire way for him to put a spirit of play into the task ahead was to use another voice or accent. The kid's favorite was his robot voice. This is RC. The crime of waste is the person who takes I tried to show the guards a score or so of more efficient ways. I was reported. I was given the dungeon and the starvation of light and food. I emerged and tried to work in the chaos of inefficiency of the room. I rebelled. I was given the dungeon plus the straitjacket. I was spread eagle and thumbed up and privily beaten by the stupid guards whose totality of intelligence was only just sufficient to show them that I was different from them and not so stupid. Two years of this witless persecution I endured. It is terrible for a man to be tied down and gnawed by rats. The stupid brutes of guards were rats and they gnawed the intelligence of gnawed all the fine nerves of the quick of me and of the consciousness of me. And I, who in my past have been a most valiant player, in this present life is not the one who died. I was a part of an
Well, this is a, a lonely city to be in. Have you always been a Yes, I was born here. I grew up here. I'm a city girl. My name's my name's Ed, but what's yours? My name's Joe. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> you come to the museum here often? Well, I haven't been in some time, you know. It's it's rather dangerous to go out these days. You have to be fairly careful of where you go, but I decided that so many people are ill that uh, probably there wouldn't be anybody here to bother me today. I don't mean to say that I'm bothered by people. I mean, I'm very glad to meet you. Really very. Yeah, well, I hope I'm not bothered. I could, I could move along if it... Oh, no, please, no. I, uh, I, uh, I haven't been out recently. I... I, uh, I'm recently separated from my husband, and I'm finding it rather hard to start a life, you know, again as a single woman. And uh, I enjoy talking with him. Just well, so it's all in the mind. That's what they tell me. So I couldn't help wondering: uh, 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 Are you contaminated? Are, are, are you talking to, to me? Is she yes. Talking to me? Uh, it's, yes. I guess no. Uh, he's just recently to the city. It's quite all right. Because I must say that uh, the clothes that you are wearing remarkably contaminated to me. They must have been Do you taken mind? off a, a dead body, if you don't mind my saying so. so. Well, I, I, I don't know. Well, it's quite clear that you don't know, and it's quite clear. clothes are, I'm wearing? Well, first of all, let me just start from the bottom, uh, if you don't mind. If you don't mind. I do mind. I do mind, too. If you don't mind moving off, I'll well, call a guard if you don't. You may call all the guards you wish, but I just so happen to own the baloney pads, Carl Shipyard's diamond for his day. I think, I think you're getting quite an introduction to the city at this point. And what you see, there are these crazy people who run around. And, uh, I beg your pardon, my young lady. I most assuredly, I didn't say anything crazy. Well, it may be that he's ill too. Just so happens that he's the most famous man in the world. You know, I really don't want to be talking to you. I, I wish you'd go away. There's no need, of course, for you to talk to me at all. It's best really to ignore people. You may call me all you want, do my best, but any man who wears purple best. shoes, blue pants... He has green. a problem with his feet. I don't think it's fair to attack persons. Well, I must say, I see that he has a problem with his feet, but I have no idea that the problem will extend to the bottles on the floor. I have just a very plague must have obviously got to you. This plague is driving us all mad, sir, but you are the maddest of them all. You are the sickest. Your mind is a running sore, Your face is... It's very hard to hear, Obviously, isn't it, with him yes, yelling in your ear, but I really can have man brought him back to life. Well, I, the problem is, you in. know, that there's nobody around these days. Of course yeah, there's no one around because we're all, we're all dead. You're well, dead. It's this probably, I mean, if he really is crazy, dead. we're all uh, dead here, and the plague is killing us all. Well, I don't know, if so, please don't touch me. Just like that, and a coat like that, what is that? I mean, yes. Not get near me. You know, when I came in here, I found a guard, retching, perhaps we can find some place safe and crazy. There's no place safe. Oh, please leave us alone. Please, please, please leave us alone. We've got to go. Absolutely. Let him out of here. Quick, quick, quick. Oh, my God. Please, please. Help me, Ed. Help me. Let go.
you don't have to know why. It's a kind of, it can be a sort of therapy. It can be a kind of, it can be something that you roll through. It can be something that gets you started. It could be something that you follow. It could be something that you throw across the room. It can be, it doesn't even have to be. It's here as a space, a space within which something, a space within which you, a space within which all of us. It's a space that has a rule that doesn't have a rule, it has a rule that doesn't have a rule that you can experiment going outside of the lines and come back in and go back out and come back in and go back out. find out whose lines they are. It's okay to have lines. It's okay to stay within lines. I think it's good to look at the lines sometimes. I think it's good to cross over the lines sometimes and see what happens. It's good to investigate. To do a test. To test it out. To test it out. good. It is good. Oh yeah, to put it to the test. To put it to the test. Thank
days I concluded that God did not exist, and so I slipped very happily into what I call youthful brand of atheism. And uh, of course, like many young atheists, I was living in a world of contradictions. For instance, I maintained that God did not exist, but was very angry with him for not existing. Values change every time the universe changes. And that's every time we redefine a big enough bit of it. Which we do all the time through the process of discovery that isn't discovery. Just the invention of another version of how things are. And yet, in spite of that, we still go on believing that today's version of things is the only right one. We can only handle one way of seeing things at a time. We've never had systems that would let us do more than that. So we've always had to have conformity with the current view. Disagree with the church, and you were punished as a heretic. With the political system, as a revolution. With the scientific establishment, as a charlatan. With the educational system, as a failure. If you didn't fit the mold, you were rejected.
hegemonic common sense captures people and imprisons them and gets them to not comprehend their own natural instincts and desires. For a revolutionary, the first step is try to try to unravel these kind of constraints on thinking that make us automatically obedient and subservient instead of asking, is that right? have always been striving for freedom and resist constraints on their activity. Now this can be suppressed. So take something in our ordinary experience, uh, getting a job. Uh, suppose you're, you know, you're out of work, you don't have anything to eat, look for a job. It's considered a wonderful thing to get a job. It wasn't always that way. You go back to the origins of the Industrial Revolution, mid-19th century. Take a look at the working-class literature, the very rich working-class literature. The idea of having a job was considered a, a totally intolerable assault on elementary human dignity and human rights. Why should you be subjected to a master? Why should anybody spend most of their waking hours following orders given by a totalitarian ruler. That's what having a job is. It means you're following the orders of a master. And in the early stages of the Industrial Revolution, this was regarded as not really different from slavery. In fact, it was called wage slavery. It was different from slavery only in that it was temporary you could become a free, independent human being again. And I, I abruptly transitioned for the sake of, I don't know who, is it for me? Is it for you? I, it's, I'm, everything I'm, this is a live sound collage, collaging bits of things together. A couple of those things are collages of other bits. And after it's over, I'll, I'll, I'll try to let you know what all the bits are and where they came from and who they're from and what they're for. And this is the transitional moment where half and half, some of the, some of the show happens from two to four in the afternoon where I am, but some of the show happens from three to five in the afternoon where I am. And with all the time zone confusion that could be possible, it's a different level because I'm in the one same place for both of them. And yet they are the same, but they are different. And so what I'm saying, you're hearing, you're hearing it right now, but you also might, uh, you, you, when you say, I say, okay, everyone say now, right at the same moment. And um, you'll, you would all hear each other at the same moment, but... But it's uh, the problem is that you're hearing. You can choose which moment to hear because it's on semi. It's semi-overlapping, and so everything I'm saying, you'll hear an hour from now. 
or now, and I don't know which one, and I try to act for both ways, and so I'm beginning the show again at the beginning, sort of, I'm in the thematically, and yet, you don't, you depending on where and when, and it, it is simpler than, than, it, than it sounds. Everything is actually much simpler than it sounds, but there's always a simpler way to explain everything, and if there's anything that you, you don't fully understand, then the person should be able to explain it in a way that you that you do understand and they they don't they shouldn't have to take anything out to do that they should just actually be able to find a way that helps you understand and they might not be right but they can find a way and you could want them to find a way to convey to you what it is that they are trying to say it's probably what they think it might not be what they think some people sometimes people are trying to convey something that they don't actually think or believe for uh, various reasons right now i'm sitting here and in the capacity that i'm in i might not be saying what i actually think uh there's this there's a whole set of structures that um so because this could be like acting and a lot of people feel like they're uh, in performative roles for example, when anybody asks them a question, then they might shift into performative roles. And uh, you, as the person who is listening, you might shift into a performative role. And um, not everybody has a sign that says, I am acting now. But I hear, I'm glad that you're here. I'm going to, I'm going to relax my breath for a moment. identify that this is Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. This is called Ken's last ever radio extravaganza. It is airing right here on WTJU Charlottesville, 91.1 FM in Charlottesville, Virginia, and online at WTJU.net. And it's here on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio, online at WFMU.org slash drummer. There's a live playlist and chat going on, a live uh, discussion board, a live, it's a thing that you, you can type uh, you can put letters onto and um, and the reason this is called and, and why and we'll go and send me a note you can if you don't feel if you feel shy or otherwise can't find a way to do that thing then you can email Ken at lastever.org or you can find another way to send me uh, a note a sound a spoken bit um, I remember there was this time that somebody sent me a spoken bit um, and it was right in the moment. It was uh, it kind of it just started happening and then next thing you knew, we were able to hear it here on the air. with their walkers I saw Sakura and people in power chairs and people in scarves and people with groceries I 
saw little shrines of free items left left out on the curb as people found the time to organize their nooks and crannies little offerings of love to strangers I don't need it anymore do you can you use this thing little sculptures little sculptures of future facing and normalcy and anti-waste I called out a wide howdy to everyone I passed howdy how are you I smiled and listened through the headwind for their response. Most smiled and looked relieved and brushed the pollen off their voices. The dogs looked at me with anticipation. The crows hung about. Along, I felt more real. I rode along with cyclists in the spring sunshine. We chatted in kinetic solidarity at the, the advised distance. We met at lights. I pushed the cross button with my elbow. Outside is real. Opportunity is real. When we have our hands full, the burdens we share become more visible. When they have their hands full, it is the perfect time for outmaneuvering. Hi. Howdy. Hi. Hi. How are you?
What's the matter with the ornery cousins? Laban patiently wanted to know. Can't they make up their minds what they're going to do, and then do it? It was hot in the corral that afternoon. The sun blazed down out of a cloudless sky, and there was no wind. The men, lying with their rifles in the trench under the wagons, were partly shaded. But the big rifle, in which were over a hundred women and children, was exposed to the full power of the sun. Here, too, were the wounded men, over whom we directed awnings of blankets. It was crowded and stifling in the yet, and I was forever stealing out of it to the firing line, and so making I'm a trying, great to-do and carrying messages. Well, this is a, a lonely city to be in. Have you always been Yes, I was born here. I'm a city girl. My name's my name's Ed, but what's yours? My name's Joe. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to see you. <laughs> you come to the museum here often? Well, I haven't been in some time, you know. It's it's rather dangerous to go out these days. You have to be fairly careful of where you go, but I decided that so many people are ill that uh, probably there wouldn't be anybody here to bother me today. I don't mean to say that I'm bothered by people. I mean, I'm very glad to meet you. Really very. Yeah. Well, I hope I'm not bothered. I can, I can move along if you... Oh, no, please. I, uh, I haven't been out recently. I, I, uh, I'm recently separated from my husband and I'm finding it rather hard to start a life with him and I'm And, uh, I enjoy talking with him. Well, it's... All in the mind, that's what they tell me. Wondering, uh, uh, are you contaminated? Are, are, are you talking to, to me? Is yes. Uh, it's, yes, I guess. It, no, uh, he's just recently to the city. It's quite all right. Because I must say that uh, the clothes that you are wearing look remarkably contaminated to me. They must have been taken mind? off a, a dead body, if you don't mind my saying so. so. Well, I, I, I don't know. Well, it's quite clear that you don't know, and it's quite clear. Well, first of all, let me just start with the uh, if you don't mind. If you don't mind. I do mind. I much. do mind, too. If you don't mind moving off, I'll call a guard if you don't. You may call on the as you wish, but we just have to own the baloney pad calcium that I'll stand with his name. Now, sirs, I'm saying... I think you're getting quite an introduction to the city at this point. You know, well, you see, there are these crazy people who run around. I beg your pardon. My young lady, most assuredly, I've been many things about her. Crazy. It just so happens that the most famous man in the world, you know, I really don't want to be talking to you. I, I wish you'd go away. There's no need for you to talk to me at all. You may call me all you want, but any man who wears purple shoes, blue pants, he has a problem with his feet. I don't think it's very attack person. I must say, I see that he has a problem with his feet, but I have no idea the problem looks into the bottles of the floor. I have just a baby. The plague must have obviously gotten you. This plague is running us all bad, sir, but you are the baddest of them all. You are the sickest. Your mind is a running sore, sir. Your face is pus. It's very hard to hear. Obviously, you're yelling in your ear, but I really can't stand. Brought him back to life. Well, this plague has done you in. There's nobody around these days. Of course, there's no one around. It's because we're all dead. You're dead. Oh my god, please, 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 please,
different feel, different than sweat more. Wake up cranky and never recover. Everything is just a little askew. Pretty soon people think the old rules are not in effect. Start to break them, thinking about your care, because it's emergency time. Nobody can watch it. The goddamn TV set going. And when you say, would you mind turning off the TV? They say, why? Because it's making noise, it's distributing, there's no one else in the restaurant, and I'm your customer. Can you, you know, can you handle that? And they act, they look at you, you know, they, they, they simply, they simply feel imposed upon if you remove that giant tip from their mouth. Well, people are stupid because they've got the hand they Television is not like movies. Not like anything but a television. It gives you everything.
public health insurance. My question is, if you were comatose, would you want to be kept alive for months by machines? Hell no! When I go, I don't want to be tortured in some bed. I have this planned out. I'm going to be sitting on my back porch. I'm going to have a Cuban cigar in one hand, a big glass of scotch in the other, and a belly full of barbecued ribs with a ton of sauce. That's why I don't have insurance. Really? That's right. And my money is tied up in a trust that forbids anybody from using it for health care. Pretty smart, huh? So what if you get sick? If I get sick, no doctor on this planet's gonna come 10 feet from me. They talk about a living will. You don't need a living will. Just make sure you don't have money for health care and you'll die a happy fella with a big smile on your face in your own king-size bed. Manufactured genes. We can produce birth vector genetically. We can practically clone people like carrots. And half the kids in this ghetto haven't even been inoculated for polio. We have established the most enormous medical entity ever conceived, and people are sicker than ever. We cure nothing! We heal nothing! The whole goddamn wretched world! The idea that you should be subjected to a master during your almost all your waking hours. I think that is intolerable. And I think American workers were quite right in uh, condemning this in the early stages of the Industrial Revolution. And I think we can work to overcome it very concretely. Worker uh, management industries, for example. The idea that you should be subjected to a master during your Almost all your waking hours. I think that is intolerable. I think American workers were quite right in uh, condemning this in the early stages of the Industrial Revolution. And I think we can work to overcome it very concretely. The worker managed industries
plague took the people, but it couldn't take the gadgets, could it? No, no, still up. Everything from electric can openers to cobalt bombs. Just waiting for someone to come along and pick them up. And the scavenger hunt starts today. It's the old way. And the old way was a death trap. Today it's oil, right? In 10 or 15 years, food, plutonium, maybe even sewer. What do you think the people are gonna want us to do then? Ask them. Not now. Then. Ask them when they're running out. Ask them when there's no heat in their homes and they're cold. Ask them when their engines stop. Ask them when people who've never known hunger start going hungry. You wanna know something? They won't want us to ask them. They'll just want us to get it for them. and listening to eight different bosses drone on about mission statements. sacrifices to gain control over the things in, that you live your life with. 
especially now that our governments betray the citizens when the empire of the corporations imposes its governments of occupation these governments exist to keep the public under control of business They're, they may have democratic form but they don't really carry out democracy I don't mean to say that I have any will. I'm not trying to. I, I'm rolling with. I'm falling. I'm falling on top of. I'm being fallen. I'm falling with you. It's too much to. It's so much to bear. I actually think it's all fine. I'm glad that you're here. I'm really glad that you're here. That you haven't given up. That you haven't. You haven't said that I'm not going to try anymore. No, you're going to. I'm glad that you. And sometimes, and and I think you can go in cycles. I'm happy that even if you're taking a rest right now from not giving up, I'm glad that you are, can return when you're ready to not giving up. I'm glad that you can be in where you are. I'm glad that 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 being can be a choice. I'm glad that you can enjoy having things flowing and falling and you can be uh, wave-like or particle-like or other sorts of you can be in a spherical sort of you can go through the middle and you can find your own golden ratio you don't need to be constrained by specific numbers it could be fun if people look at you and they try to draw you and that they find their own viewing of you and shaping but they're not shaping you you haven't changed and you're still here but you can be changed you can feel like clay and you can have the prints and the you can all of it every every bit of it i wonder what you would how you would wear how much you would it would all be going on and it'd all be going out you might be in a you could be moving around right now you might be in a going so fast that you're falling and you're not feeling the gravity or you might be moving so slowly that you don't notice the stillness it's okay not to know Today, this week, this week only, this is called Ken's Last Ever Radio Extravaganza. The episode is not titled. The show is not happening. The playlist is not unfolding. The the mixing, the the arranging. 
Is it a little repetitive? Is life a little repetitive? Do you like everything to be new? You don't eat the same things. You don't breathe the same breaths. Do you feel that you're bored? If you're bored, just call out, I'm bored. Or you can try that if you're not bored. Just call out, I'm bored. See what happens. Thanks for listening this week. You can check in at the live playlist that has a place where you can type in messages that everybody can see together, and it's sort of like a sort of discussion room. If you'd like it to be, you can send a little note. I'm glad for the people who have already sent notes, and the, including Rich and Annie and Froggy and Boz and Fred. And I'm glad for everyone else. There's I can't speak to the second half of the notes. It's only somewhat true. It might be too late for me to speak back to you, but I'll be typing back right at this moment. I'm typing right at this moment. I am. I am typing right at this moment. And. I might be back. I might do another show someday. The schedule says that I'm on every. This radio show occurs every that I have some responsibility to be here every Wednesday afternoon. But I stopped doing that. And there was a Thursday night, and there was a, a late night Wednesday overnight, and there was a late Tuesday overnight. And um, I, there was uh, one time, sometimes on in a place on a stage, I climbed up a tree. But right now it's supposed to be Monday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time when it's on WFMU's Give the Drummer Radio wfmu.org slash drummer it's happening every week maybe and also the schedule says that i would do something here right now on wtju charlottesville in charlottesville that's why it's called wtju charlottesville it's in charlottesville that's mondays from 2 to 4 p.m eastern time but not every monday why do it every monday if i could do it every other monday sometimes it may change everything can change and the archives of the shows they go up they go up, they go back forever, except sometimes they stop and they go forward forever. You can listen to the shows that you missed. You can listen to the half of the show that you didn't hear yet. You can find possibly information at lastever.org. O-R-G. I guess it's been there for 27 years, so maybe it'll still be there a while longer. Get it while it's there. While you're here, everything runs out. We all go. Please send me a note. If you don't want to send a note on the chat, you can send a note. The blue social network thing. Eh. You know, you could send email. Can it last ever.org. You can email me a sound that I would play on the air right now. It wouldn't be me playing it. It would just be you playing. You can play anytime. And I'm glad that you play games. And let's go back to this. And in the next 17 minutes, something else. Something the same, something new, rearranged. It's very risky. There is no plan. Here we go.
that's why I don't have a mobile phone. It's not that my movements are a big secret. It's not that I actually am concerned whether they would know where I'm going. But I'm against any system whereby this state can see where everyone has gone. Nothing that's worth seeing 
so we trade liquor for blood And in an attempt to tip the scales I think you lost what you loved In that mess of details They seem so important at the time Now you can't even recall Let me say that this is a brilliant record, man. We're all really into it here at the station. We get lots of calls. It's really good stuff. Thanks. Thanks a lot. So, talk a little bit about some of the symbolism. The fever? Sure. Well, the fever is basically whatever ails you or oppresses you. It could be anything. In my case, it's my neurosis, my depression. But I don't want to be limited to that. It's certainly different for different people. It's whatever keeps you up at night. I see. And the, the mirror is like, as you might have guessed, self-examination or reflection or whatever form. This could be vanity or self-loathing. I, I know I'm, I'm guilty of both. That's interesting. Uh, how about the scale? The scales essentially are attempt to solve our problems quantitatively through logic or rationalization. In my opinion, it's often fruitless, but always, uh, not always, in the clocks and calendars and such, it's just time, our little measurements. It's like, it's always chasing after us. It is. It is. Uh, how about this Arianette? How does she fit into all this? I, I prefer not to talk about it. Okay, she's listening. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize she was a real person. She's not. But I made her up. Oh, so she's not real. Just as real as you or I. I don't think I understand. Either do I, but after I grow up, I will. I mean, a lot, a lot of things are really unclear for me right now. That's interesting. Uh, now, you mentioned your depression. 
No, I didn't. You're from Nebraska, right? Yeah, so. Now, let me know if I'm getting too personal, but there seems to be a pretty dark past back there somewhere. What was it like for you growing up? Dark. Not really. Uh, actually, I had a great childhood. My parents were wonderful. I went to a Catholic school. They, have, they had money, so it, it was all easy. I basically had everything I wanted. Really? So some of the references like babies in bathtubs are not biographical? Well, I did have a brother who died in a bathtub. Drowned. Actually, I have five brothers that died that way. <laughs> no, I'm serious. My mother drowned one every year for five consecutive years. They're all named Patrick, so that's they all got one song. <laughs> kind of like walking out the door to discover it's a way. But your music is certainly very personal. Of course. I put a lot of myself into what I do. But it's like being an author. You have to free yourself to use symbolism and allegory to reach your goal. And a, and a part of that is compassion, empathy for other people and their, their situations. Some of what I sing about comes from other people's experiences as well as my own. It shouldn't matter. The message is intended to be universal. I see what you mean. Can you make that sound stop, please? Yes. And your goal? I don't know. Uh, create feelings, I guess. A song. It never ends up the way you planned it, though. That's funny you would say that. Do you think Do you that... you ever hear things that aren't really there? I'm sorry, what? Never mind. How long have you worked at this station? Oh, just a few minutes. Uh, now, you mentioned empathy for others. Would you say that that is what motivates you to make the music that you make? No, not really. It's more a need for sympathy. I want people to feel sorry for me. I like to feel the burn of the audience's eyes on me when I'm whispering, Oh my God, When I was a kid, I used to carry this safety pen around with me. Everywhere I went in my pocket and... When people weren't paying enough attention to me, I'd dig it in the hole. They wouldn't stop what they were doing and ask me what was the matter. I guess. I guess. Uh, you're telling me you're doing all this for attention? No, I hate it when people look at me. Collected gold. 
today i guess that's all of it that's everything that's everyone everyone said what they had to say everyone did what they needed to do everywhere went where they needed to go everyone had had everything they needed to have today they felt satisfied they felt that the ending brought them brought them everything that they were hoping for everything that they wanted it was just exactly like they'd written it it was exactly like they dreamed it i'm really happy for them I'm really glad to have helped facilitate a great big finish for everyone. Everyone's been waiting for those answers for so long. And thanks for listening today. Thanks for listening to this live improvised sound collage experiment happening here today now. Um, it's called Ken's Last Ever Read Extravaganza, and now it's over. And you can send me a note. You can listen. It's still going on right now for another hour, and it's ending. Lastever.org and all the other places, and here we are, and there we go. And it's losing or fading, and it's dropping. It's declining. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Really.
是这幅